In this presentation, we will discuss the topic of the care provider identification test with relation to the child and dependent care expenses credit information can be found in publication 503. Care provider identification test. You must identify all persons or organizations that provide care for your child or dependent. We can use form 2441 part one to show this information. Here's an example of form 244. This is the child dependent care expenses. We have part one up top. We've got the organization, which is called organization. <laughs> then we have the address here and then the identification number and then the amount paid. So note, when you go to an organization, they're probably going to have the identification number. And if you go to an organization that deals with this a lot, and this is their business, they probably have that readily available and will provide that to you. But make sure that we have this information so that you can easily fill out the tax return. Note that it may be in the form of a social security number or an EIN number, depending on the organization we're dealing with. If we're dealing with an organization, it's probably in the format of an EIN number, which is a employee identification number if we're dealing with an individual then it's going to be in that social security number format typically back to the text if you don't have any care providers and you are filing a form 2441 only to report taxable income in part three enter none in line one column a information needed to identify the care provider you must give the providers name address and taxpayer identification number so again we could see that here the name would be here we've got the address and the taxpayer identification number back to the text if the care provider is an individual the taxpayer identification number is his or her social security number or individual taxpayer identification number so that would typically we'll, we'll see a social security number type format even if they are an individual they may want to get or may have an identification number, an EIN number. If the care provider is an organization, then it is the employer identification number, EIN number. So most of the time, it'll typically be an EIN number type of format, an employee identification number. You don't have to show the taxpayer identification number if the care provider is a tax-exempt organization. So if they're tax-exempt, then we don't need the number, such as a church or school. In this case, enter tax exempt in the space from in the space where form 10441 asks for the number so it might look something like this tax exempt back to the text if you can't provide all the information or the information is incorrect you must be able to show that you used due diligence discussed later in trying to furnish the necessary information so if we don't have if we don't know what the address is or the EIN number then we, we, the IRS is going to be skeptical, of course, of giving a credit if we don't have that information. They want to know who we paid it to to basically take the credit typically. Uh, but so we have to show basically due diligence that we really tried <laughs> to get the address and the identification number. Maybe they closed or something like that. And we couldn't get it. So getting the information. You can use Form W-9, Dependent Care Providers Identification and Certification, to request the, require, the required information from the care provider. If you don't use Form W-10, you can get the information from one of the other sources listed in the instructions for Form W-10, including. And so you can look up W-10 on the IRS website, irs.gov. Click up the W-10 information and uh, also probably instructions from it as well and go from there. So number one, 
a copy of the provider's social security card. So that's one item we could use for the, for the information in the number two. A copy of the provider's completed form W-4, employees withholding allowance certificate, certificate if he or she is your household employee. So if we're talking about a household employee, then they should be our employee. We should have re recorded them as an employee and therefore had them fill out a W-4 form, which is what typically you have at a new job. And that should have the required information, including social security number and address. Four or three, a copy of the statement furnished by your employer if the provider is your employer's dependent care plan. So if it's through the employer, then the employer might have that information. Four, a letter or invoice from the provider if it shows the necessary information. It might be the case if we have, if we have a provider that this is what they do, uh, some, some type of care that would typically often qualify, that they provide this information actually on the invoice, which would be nice because they know everybody's going to need it you know, at the end of the year, so that would be good. So records, you should keep this information with your tax returns. Don't send Form W-10 or other documents containing this information to the IRS. Note that this information, you, you want to have this information in case the tax return, the IRS has a question. If they come back and say, hey, you know, we got a question about the address, the identification number, or this or that, then we want to know where we got it. Because if we have the wrong identification number or something like that, then we want to say, hey, this is where we got it from. And maybe we have the right, maybe we just wrote it down wrong. <laughs> or or maybe we at least have the information regarding it and we could show due, you know, try to show at least hopefully show due diligence for that. Due diligence. If the care provider information you give is incorrect or incomplete, your credit may not be allowed. So they may not allow the credit, which is of course what we're going for here, if, if uh, it's not complete. So however, if you can show that you used due diligence in trying to supply the information, you can still claim the credit. So in, in those situations where you say, hey, I did everything I basically could to try to get the information I've done, I've done what I can to get the information, I think it's a legitimate claim, then you've got to show what they would call the due diligence. You can show due diligence by getting and keeping the provider's completed form W-10 or one of the other source, source of information just listed. Care providers can be uh, penalized if they don't provide this information to you or if they provide incorrect information. So if the provider basically doesn't give the information for whatever reason, maybe, they, maybe their, their number no longer exists so they don't have a number or something like that, then and, and they were advertising that they did or saying that they had it or something like that, then they they'll probably get into trouble at some case at some point in time because most of the people that are having the service might want uh, the number for the credit so you need to keep the information basically on hand so provider refusal if the provider refuses to give you the identification number you should report on form 2441 whatever information you have such as the name and address enter see attached statement so then we'll have an attachment you can say here's the name and address this is, this is what we have and then attach a statement to the tax return in the columns calling for the information you don't have this attached statement explaining that you request the information from the care provider but the provider didn't give you the information so we're basically just telling the irs hey look you know i I hear it. Here's what we have. We don't have the number. I've went. I, this is what I did. I tried. I put basically have a note on the IRS and, and that we haven't been able to get it. Be sure to write your name and social security number on this statement. The statement will show that you used due diligence in trying to furnish the necessary information. 
U.S. citizens and resident aliens living abroad. If you are living abroad, your care provider may not have and may not require to get a U.S. taxpayer identification number, for example, a social security number or EIN. So if you're not living in the U.S., obviously they may not have the, these numbers that we need in the U.S. for identification purposes uh, if they're outside the U.S. If so, enter LAFCP, Living Abroad Foreign Care Provider, if the space for the care provider taxpayer identification number in, in the space for the care provider's taxpayer identification number.